Hello. Hey. This is episode 14, The Rumor Mill, Skepticism and Long Distance. Mm. So we actually got some really great feedback from you guys when we put on social media if you had any ideas about episodes. And so this episode is a direct reflection of that feedback. And Mikey's going to read why. Yeah, so we had a... Uh... We had a lot of different feedback from multiple people who have given us episodes. So thank you very much for yes, doing the, <laughs> the legwork. Um, <laughs> but two of these subjects um, we felt went really hand in hand when it came to like our personalities. One of them was um, from a friend of mine from high school, Alicia. And she said, hey, so um, I would love to hear you guys talk about maybe some of the backlash you got from outsiders about being young and in love. I know a lot of people that were in long-term relationships or engaged at a very young age and people tried to discourage it because they feel they didn't know what they were doing. Some people were right, LOL, but y'all's case, they would have been, they wouldn't have been. And did those comments affect your relationship or did they give you more of a reason to stay down? Which was very good. That's very good. It's a very good point. I was like, yeah, nah, we could definitely talk about that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Justin, which is a friend of... uh I would say Randy's, but I'm going to say ours. Yeah. I liked him. Justin was cool. I ain't get enough time with him. But, we went to um, school together. Yes. Um, his thing was, um, I wanted to know more about the distance in the beginning and how y'all developed a strong foundation from that. It's something that I'm dealing with now, and I think it could help so many people. Because I remember y'all doing it and how y'all made it work so seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And we laughed very heavily. We did. He was like, seamlessly? <laughs> he went on to like describe, like, yeah... <laughs> Just because of all of the work that y'all have done, you know, it's it seems like y'all, you know, have, have kept it together. And me, Randy and I are really all about, like, controlling our narrative and, and working. So I could see why it would seem that way. But we can definitely get into what went into it before to get it to seem that way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, also, because uh, we shared last week's episode. A day late. A day late. Um, the wife and I came up with an idea. And if you are a newsletter subscriber. You were asked to respond to the email with a number if you forgave us. Between two and five. And uh, how many people responded, baby? Four. Uh, let, let, let's say four. Four. So either y'all don't forgive us, the other people, <laughs> or you didn't open the email, which is fine. Which is fine, because in either case, um, <laughs> the number that you responded with is now the number of times that we're going to put your name in the raffle for the next gift card. Yeah. That so we will give you the end of the month. So thank y'all for forgiving us and for sending in your number. All right, now let's get into this episode. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. Hey, this is episode 14. We have a really quick correction, like you realize. <laughs> like, I've I, because I like Alicia so much. I said high school, but I didn't know that girl in high school. <laughs> Me and Alicia were cool in my college years when we worked together. Then I found out that she liked new people that I've known since I was a kid. Like, so that, but yes, yeah, that's a small correction. College. We listened back to it, and Mikey was like, "College, not high school." So okay, so yeah, episode fourteen. Yes, the rumor mill, skepticism, and long distance. Mm. So in this episode, we're going to dive into the skepticism we received in the earlier part of our relationship, what we thought about it, and how we dealt with it. We're also going to go into more detail about what long distance was like, some of the struggles we had, and how we felt we grew from it as individuals and as a couple. But first, 
Mikey has his love story. Mm. And then um, after that, we have the fight or flight segment, as y'all know. And we're going to end with some PDA. I like how you did that because I noticed we haven't done that in a minute. <laughs> like just said what we about to Yeah. All right. So today's love story. Okay. Um, I found this on cbc.ca. I'm pretty oh. sure that's a Calif- not, Canada. Canada. Canadian? <laughs> a Canada, Canadian site. Bless your heart. I love you. Um, reason for that being, the reason why I found this story, or I like the story, is because it had to do with long distance. Oh. Keeping with the theme. Look at you. I know, right? Um, and the title of it, like, made me laugh. So the title of their story was MySpace or Yours. What? MySpace or Yours. My a long space? distance story. How do you think they met based off of that title? MySpace? Yes. Like in 2004? Yes. <laughs> 2006. Oh. So okay. um, so the story is told from the, the wife's perspective. She says, uh, my husband and I met 10 and a half years ago when MySpace came out. Mm. Dating someone you had met online wasn't popular then like it is now. We talked for a few days, then every day, and then on the phone. Um, it was June 2006 when they started talking at the end of August 2006. She flew to England with a work permit. Huh. Um, she had a backup plan for if it didn't work out. A friend of hers lived in London. So, you know, if this dude turned out to be a creep, I'm just. Right. I'm going to find somewhere else to stay. Uh, she said, but I followed my heart and knew it was leading me in the right direction. Jamie picked me up from the airport and we have lived together since the first day we met. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine living with you. From it's, when we first got yeah, to? Yeah. That would no. be terrible for me. I love you. You've grown since then. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> it would have been bad for you. You wouldn't like me anymore. I I don't. You don't now? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I like you. Stick to his love <laughs> Go story. ahead. Um, she lived in England for almost a year after getting there. Um, and then he came to Canada for a year on a work permit. So they they're oh, doing okay. the whole back and forth thing uh, eventually he had to go back and they did the long distance thing for quite a while due to immigration rules hmm. before they decided they wanted to travel um they decided they wanted to travel before they started settling down so and she said that's a whole other story for another time so there were things in between there like kind of okay. like where we're about to get in yeah <laughs> like stuff happens in 2010 he became a permanent resident in canada so Again, they started talking in June 2006. She went over there in August 2006. And then he decided he wanted to be a permanent resident in 2010. Okay. Um, And in 2013, three years later, they got married. Okay. And last year, 2017, they had their first child. Oh, my heart. I know. The pictures are kind of cute. Oh. They look all right together. That's sweet, babe. Yeah. So that's my, uh, my love story. That was a good one. I know. What was their name again? Did they say? Yes. Her name was, I am scanning very quickly. Oh, sorry. You but know, I, I just feel like to... I said it. Is it not? A, you probably did. Uh, Brenna. Okay. No, Brianna. Ooh. Dang. <laughs> it's Brianna. You know, it's, I struggle to read sometimes. Brianna and Jamie, I think was his name. Yeah. Okay. I like that love story. Thank you. It was good. It was really good. All right. So, our main topic, y'all. What up? <laughs> All right, so first of all, let me let me. This is this is your episode. I just really got to mention this. When we were going through the stuff on this episode, it was very funny. Was it? It was very funny. Creating. I just forgot. I didn't forget. It was more just like those early years were a struggle. But Justin and Alicia really got us to like look uh, back. Yeah, because we've been 
when we look back, it's really more so college. Because that was traumatizing <laughs> enough. But then when you go back further. We, it was rocky. It was. It was rocky. It's so, kind of like set up for us to fail. Yeah. And yeah, but we'll get into that. So on our mindful list, we're just going to go. We're just going to do this. <laughs> so in the beginning, as y'all know from episode one, you know, I told Mikey I, I was in love with him. He eventually said it back. We started dating, went to college, all these great things. And then we got married. And now you have us doing podcasts. But it was not actually like a smooth ride. So what you don't know. (laughs) Right. So So before we get into the long distance, we're just going to talk about the skeptic. Yeah. So there was some deep disbelief around our relationship. One. I mean, there was a lot. Okay. Um, One. I mean, for a lot of reasons, and I don't think we wrote down like all the reasons, but Let's we know them. Go. Well, one, y'all, I used to be madly—I don't even think I understand—madly in love with this other dude. That teenage love, that like—that's scary. That, that can yeah. still get you pregnant. That yeah. can still like fuck up your life. And I was so in love, and this dude was not feeling me. <laughs> so horrible to me um but i just i don't know i had there was a lot of like psychological things he reminded me a lot of my dad i had kind of been like you know my mom and dad dated y'all they had us we're not you know so bad off and i felt like if i could make it work with him then like in a way i can make it work with my dad dad? it was really fucked up i love you um on the flip side of that yeah Mikey was out here. I was out here. As y'all know. As and it I mean, was we known. We talked about that. Not just the people listening know, but like, it was, it was known back then that like, But what you, I liked like about, about your kind of out there was like, you had friends who were out there as well, but it was just different. I felt like you were quieter. I did yours. move differently. I Much, really liked how you moved. I, I moved a lot differently. Like, I like watching you. It, it seems so like sadistic. I don't even know. Maybe it's not, but <laughs> watching was. you like work a room from your seat like it was just amazing to me (laughs) how you you would like let these girls talk to your friends you know and just wait because eventually they make their way to you i loved watching that and i know that's crazy a little bit but i did i was like that is sexy but i was still in love with this other guy and i just knew that you know we would be together but that was he was so horrible to me but he was no horrible than what i allowed him to be and on top of that ironically when we were um he had like asked me one day when i was gonna be ready to have sex and i had put in my head to have sex after my mom had sex since i was like 17 it's the earliest i'll probably be having sex and that that to my knowledge that was like the last conversation we had (laughs) (laughs) ironically you know what you're not wrong ironically i was like okay i can respect that and then i went elsewhere no so, it wasn't you I, who did oh hell, hell. yeah we had that conversation too though that's funny we stayed together though that's funny you were 15 i was 15 when you asked me that question that's funny no it though. is funny so his reaction was okay he was like, oh, okay i can't do that he was real <laughs> honest if nothing else yeah. um and when i told you you know yeah but we ironically we ended up having sex when i was 17 patience is a virtue. So, um, so yeah, there was a lot of disbelief because everybody knew. Everybody knew um, that I went to middle school with and high school with how head over heels I was with this other guy and and how, like, bad it was. Like, he was just, yeah, there are so many stories that I found out later that friends thought, who I thought were friends, knew and hadn't told me. So many, like, ch- childish, childish things that really leave an impact. But 
anyway, so those are two big reasons why there was some initial disbelief. Another reason why there was some disbelief, I think on our parts, was we knew too much about each other. Yeah, Mikey knew that my mom was really strict. He knew I wasn't allowed to talk on the phone with boys at the time. He knew I didn't have a cell phone. He knew I, I couldn't date um, until I was 15 and a half. I knew that Mikey had a lot more freedom. Randy knew about my past and present. Yeah, um, we he were had friends. A car, or we he had his mom's car before she gave it to him. He could drive. He had been driving since he was 14. It's just a lot. I was just. Mm. Yeah. So there was a lot of reasons why this should not have worked. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. Um, and also, because of the disbelief, we got some judgmental reactions from friends. From our separate friend groups. Yeah. So in my case, a lot of my friends knew, as I said in the intro, um, how I felt about him, you know, because many of us had all went to elementary and middle school together. And a lot of us mm-hmm. were at the same high schools and I was just, you know, not just, but I had been, I had like accepted that the other dude was like not going to be a thing and it was unhealthy for a lot of reasons. And cause he just wasn't into me. Like he was just an ass. How long did it take you to figure out that he wasn't into you? I'm just curious. Well, I actually figured it out pretty early, but how long did it take me to be like, you know you should what? Stop trying. I should stop trying to make this work. Because I look real pitiful. Oh, baby. I was like 14. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> there, maybe we'll do an episode on that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah. So some of my friends were actually really excited. Um, other of my friends, other people, my friends, you know, when you first start dating anybody, when you're a kid, I don't think you really realize till you get older that that's just what relationships are. But I kept getting a lot of you change, you're changing. Um, and I would get really defensive about that because in honesty, I was, but I also felt like I was changing for the better. I felt like a lot of my friends at the time really liked the Randy who was head over heels with this dude that was just me. You know, he mm. was um like it was very well known that he cheated a lot. It was very well known that he... um didn't really like me like I mean he liked me but he didn't like me I was like cool but I wasn't like love of his life but I but like a lot of my friends and I all have a lot of like traumatic family experiences our concept of family and love were distorted and so I think whatever we had when we were kids looked like love and and sometimes it felt like love because of hormones and stuff but it wasn't and I felt like a lot of my friends like seeing me having to constantly go to them about this dude and this is what he's doing. This is what I found out. This is what I heard. As opposed to me being with you, being really excited. I mean, y'all, I was shaving places I ain't never shaved before. <laughs> I made my sister teach me how to put on a tampon because oh, I didn't want to be on my cycle and like being felt up and you feel like this pad and this diaper. So I like learned how to wear tampons. These are the things that you got into i was like wearing perfume i just you made me feel so feminine i just felt like a girl Mm. while with the other guy and other guys in general i just felt like i was constantly vying for attention when you were giving it to me but like in a healthy way like because mikey's very you're like very affectionate and you wanted to be around me so yeah i was changing and it became very much all about you um and on the flip side of that my friend group all of them was like really nigga (laughs) yeah you about to ruin this girl's life you not really you yeah you want to be in a relationship with this type of girl i think one of my best friends in high school met you and he came up to our job the first time and he had looked at me he was like this the one i was like yeah he's like man (laughs) he just walked up to randy and put his arm around her 
<laughs> he said, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And I was like... And Randy's what? laughing it off like... Huh. I mean, I was 16. You were 16. I didn't think... One, I felt like... I mean, he was... Well, he, he had a viable question. Yeah. Um, and it was like a legitimate choice Because we did know each other and it was a choice. And so... Um, but I really liked you. Yeah. I and really I, liked and you. Insane. The the difference here being is that this was one of those relationships that didn't start with nothing sexual. <laughs> it started with conversation and like yeah. getting to know each other and I was like, I got this one friend who like this one female friend who I'm not actively like pursuing or else, you know, that would have happened already. Like I'm actually yeah. just like building a relationship here. And it was different. It was, and it was a choice that I made. To like start a little differently. Also, I didn't really have a choice because of who you were. Like, I know that talking to you would be safe because you're not gonna do nothing. Like, we can't do nothing because you have a mother who cares. You <laughs> you weren't like that that you weren't the usual target. You wasn't the usual suspect. Yeah. Um. I I told you about this yesterday. Um. I had this analogy I shared with one of my coworkers about like the problems of being a real flirtatious person. Mm. It's like. Being somebody really irresponsible with a machine gun. Oh, my God. And all of the bullets is flirting. <laughs> and sometimes you just be spraying that bitch. And your bullets what? hit everybody. It's not on purpose. Oh God. It just happens. Oh. You just always shooting. And sometimes other people catch feelings because of what you sent out. Yeah. Until you mature enough to be like, let me just focus my attention on one person. But that yeah, and that was, so that was another time. issue. So, like, Mikey, <sighs> I mean. What you about to say about me, babe? <laughs> Ooh, that was know. a deep breath. No, it's not anything bad. I just really don't know how to like say this. I was what? So I was remember. I'm still your husband. To no, not nothing like that. <laughs> Shut up. I was still when we were younger. I was very much used to, and I had. I've always had a group of girlfriends, but I was very much used to being the girlfriend of the girl group that didn't like get nobody yeah dudes weren't really checking for me for a lot of reasons um i i assumed that it was you know i was you know not very desirable i mean it was a lot of self-esteem things but my mom was also very strict people knew i couldn't where we're not going to the movies together you Mm -hmm. know i can't talk on the phone with you and if i am i'm sneaking so i got in a lot of trouble in (laughs) yeah like nah as teenage boys we trying to find a girl that's the easiest to like yeah. get at. And I wasn't, it's not hurdles. just because I was like, I had these principles or I was like righteous and respectable. It was really because my mom was like, yeah, no. Um, she cared. She did. And so she was very at it. Even my dad, bless his heart. Yeah, him too. Was, was very big on like, yeah, no. You know, um, and so it was very, unless it was school related, I couldn't do it. Unless it was, unless I had joined some extracurricular activity, I couldn't do it. Like it had to be, I just couldn't be out here. And so I was used to not, dealing with dudes that my friends were dealing with the problem was i guess was that all of us dealt with dudes we've been to school with since we was kids uh-huh. so a lot of you know we i went to elementary middle school at drew we all went to the same high school well mikey went to a different high school it's a small dating pool yeah essentially especially because i didn't have any options i wasn't allowed to have a myspace um, I had a tag, and that was like. <laughs> Yo, I don't Still want to use that. Right? What is that other thing? It was like my yearbook. Remember that? I ain't use that. Like, I remember what you're yeah. talking about, but no. And it was just I. It wasn't. You couldn't do shit. I couldn't do shit, and so I ended up, you know, falling for Mikey and telling my friends, and you know, some of my friends had like already kind of dealt with Mikey, not like in a relationship sense, but they was catching bullets. <laughs> <laughs> 
fun. It's not. But it happened. And so, yeah. And so that caused a lot of conflict, too, because everybody everybody liked Mikey in some form or fashion. And it was more just like, I knew, I knew that they liked him. Liked him. Mm-hmm. And so I shouldn't have pursued him. But. One. To be honest, like I said, my, all my friends knew how I felt about him. Um, so that I was, I was very transparent about that. I didn't anticipate us getting together. I made that very clear. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a minute. But I was like. And anybody who knew us knew that that wouldn't make any sense. I made that very clear. I was like, I already know what this is, but I just can't help how I feel. That's right. Shoot your shot. I didn't consider it. I was like, I just need to sleep at night. I'm proud of you. But. We uh-huh. ended up dig get we ended up getting <laughs> together. And um Mikey had some clarification about that. Yeah, I was I don't know. I was talking to hitting on a lot of people at once cuz you have to like <laughs> Oh my god. You got to have backup plans for your backup plans to back up your backup plans. Oh my like that's god. this is outcast. I just, you know, that's what that's the mindset I had. So it wasn't I wasn't planning on dating nobody. <laughs> That yeah. we knew in high school. I wasn't. I was. I might have strung some people along for a little bit, and there probably would have just been like sex, and then that was like it. But relationship wise, mm, there was one person, but it wasn't nobody in our circle group, and it wasn't nobody that was like healthy for me. Yeah, <laughs> that w- there was that. But other than that, nah. If it wasn't her, if it wasn't you, then like then that was then I wasn't dating nobody. So if I was gonna be dating like with anybody, like for real, for real, taking anybody seriously, it was gonna be you. Yeah, and I knew that. But those other people didn't because that's not what they were presented. Right. And, and you know, I, we're getting a little off, but I listened but to this okay, really But it's okay because it ties back in. It does. This is why people were skeptical. People were yeah. skeptical because. I mean, Mike was, he was great. And I always told you you were great. But and you then were the opposite of that boy. coin. Oh, and yeah. Peak Fuckboy is, and I, I listen to Amanda Seals podcast. We both do. Small doses. She has an episode about fuckboys. I didn't listen yet. Oh, okay. Part of the part of the like things about fuckboys is the difference between being selfish and self aware. You knew what you weren't gonna be willing to do with these oh, yeah. with, with these other girls. But instead of being like, Hey, this is actually my intention Mm-mm. you were just like you know, you let people get emotionally invested. Yeah. Um when you knew that's one that isn't where you were. Nah. So he was peak fuckboy. But I loved I love the shit out of it. <laughs> like it sucked, and I didn't think I could change or anything. It was more just like, I oh, you ain't walk into it like I could, I could fix him. No, that was mainly because I didn't know. I knew so much before. I just, I just, I just. Don't you know. was just in love and nuts. I was. That's what it sounds like. So, so because of that, you get we get judgment from the friend groups, and rightfully so. Yeah, but you know, but they weren't there for. The other, other conversations, stuff. yeah, the the real conversations that we were having. Then we had judgment from teachers. teachers. So we spent a lot of time, as we said it in episode one and two, I think, we spent a lot of time at our elementary, middle school because we worked there after school. <laughs> Why and else? We Randy? actually enjoy, and we and there was other reasons, and we actually <laughs> were in a organization called Crew Teens. Um, after school, as high school students, it was a program for high school students who had been alumni of Drew and. I made a very big deal about staying at Drew and in public spaces where people could see us because <laughs> I knew that if Mikey got me to go across the street to his house, because mm-hmm. he lives right across the street, mm. that it would be over. 
it would be over. I yeah. already knew. I mean, the chemistry was just too hot. I could smell him, which is what I told you. I knew when he was around. He just like it was like fire. I already knew. I what it was. She was. It was too. I mean, the first time you kissed me, I was shaking. I was just like, my god, it was just hot, and I just did not want to be in mm. your house because I already <laughs> knew. Your face right now is priceless. I already knew what it was. I and already knew. To be fair. That that's what it was, and it's exactly what it was yeah, when I finally walked across the street. When Ooh. I finally walked across the street, then you find yourself asking your mom for birth control on Christmas Day, <laughs> and that starts fights, and that's how Randy ruined Christmas. Please go back and listen to the first five episodes. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we we spent a lot of time at Drew, um. And to be honest, there were a lot of rumors that started about us doing crazy shit in these and hallways. Part of these rumors goes back to those that disbelief and that judgment earlier. They thought it was what it wasn't. Because why would Paul? <laughs> Paul? Why would Paul be out here just talking to girls? Like, just having a conversation? For what? Yeah. And why would Randy, who has no good history of dealing with any nigga... You know, just stupid. Be out here with Paul. <laughs> right. But um, we really were just talking. And honestly, y'all, there are three times. There are three times out of the two years we were dating and at Drew for work that we, if someone walked in on us, would have been like, this is inappropriate. You know, but three times, three times that we talked about last night. Mm. And it, when we really time, thought about it. It was. It, was it really was. It was, like it was really one really good time. One of those three would include a kiss. Like a a first kiss in a classroom. Yeah. That's- um. But there was a lot of like you know, there was a lot of yeah. Then we realized teachers were starting rumors, which was also interesting. But, but not really growing up, which teacher it was. After I learned, after working in schools, as long as I've been working in schools and learning that teachers are still people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really messy. And, yeah. And that's just a way that they can be. Some people don't really grow up; they just age. Yeah. Um, I could see why that would be like an entertaining thing for them to do during the day. Yeah. Like, I mean, have y'all heard we were about? Odd. What we were, were doing? Uh, we yeah. sit in the hallways by the water fountains and just talk after work or before work started. And sit um, in the stairwells. We had one art teacher approach us. Hey, are y'all having sex? And because we had been in that school since we were eight and nine and ten, mm-hmm. teachers felt like teachers who had also been in that long felt like they had that. I don't even know what the fuck they thought they had. They thought they could do stuff like that. As like an adult, I realized that's us fucking really weird to ask a child that. That's but um, also, we weren't. Yeah. And nobody believed us. We were just all always too close, always together, always talking. Which always made me wonder away. why they asked. Why you ask if what you, you already? Gonna, so what if I said yes? <laughs> what was you going to do? Report it. Oh, okay. Because then, it, I don't know. But it was weird. Um, But a lot of the things just weren't true. But we weren't out here completely like, eventually we ended up walking across the street. I was like, you know what? These people are really making me feel bad. I'm really not doing anything. You know, I'll give you three good times where I did out of those two years. But... Other than that, the the whole purpose of it was finding public places to talk so that people knew outright that there was nothing going on, except they're actually just out there communicating. And, uh, you know, that's just not what it was. So I walked across the street to Mikey's house and it was, um, what it happened, was babe? I loved his room. I loved that room. He had a Beyonce, Beyonce's Dangerously in Love album cover, huge poster. That wasn't the focal point. Alicia Keys that vibe photo where she has, she's. Like in this black denim, like this crop top and this, these black jeans. Had half the her hair, hair braided, half, braided, half, half her hair out. out. Mm. Lil' Kim poster. The Lil' Kim um, King poster, yes. Brooke Valentine poster. That was when Girl Fight was. Yeah. 
He had she looked um, good. the picture with Tiana Taylor and the rest of them. Yeah, the, uh, the Cruel Summer poster. Yeah. And he had this Yamaha motorcycle. I mean, I remember this room so vividly. This Celtics banner with the basketball hanging from it. And I was like, this is a guy's room. And y'all, when you close that door with a guy's bed. And I was just, Lord Jesus. I love you. I love that room. I spent a lot of time in that room because we got so much hell across the street. And um, the part of the, part of the, I guess the adventure was rushing back across the street before my mom came. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that you feel like you're safe enough to talk about these things. She's already called us trifling. She's heard these episodes. <laughs> I love you, mama. But this is still the time before we started having sex. Yeah. So we weren't allowed to be naked at the same time. Yeah, we actually set really stupid rules. Well, Randy set really stupid rules <laughs> about how we were going to interact. I was like, and okay, you got me in your room. But I look, acquiesced. I'm going to be the only one that's naked. <laughs> you got to keep your clothes on because I don't fucking trust you. <laughs> and I was like, you know, all right. <laughs> That's cool, no problem. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead, you know, or I'll go ahead, you know, and then we just. I, man, <laughs> that was so much fun. It was so stupid. It was dumb, but it, I really enjoyed that time as a kid, as a teenager, being a teenager. I don't know. Bless our kids' heart. They're going to put us through it. So, um, I'm going to beat my kids. How we got over all of that, we just <laughs> remained consistent. I mean, and we're very stubborn, I guess. We just stayed together. I mean, it, w- it wasn't a, I mean, it wasn't a thought, at least on my side. Like, I was. I mean, I had told Mikey, you know, hey, we'll probably date my senior year of, you know, high school and break up because, you know, ain't no way we're going to do long distance. Yeah, Randy, um, Randy called it off before, <laughs> before it started. She was like, yes, I know what this is, <laughs> but, you know, we go, we can ride this out as long as we can. And then, yeah, when we go to school, when I go to school, you know, we'll break up. And, and you I were was like, just like, wait, no, because no, like, no, I have feelings. Up? You shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and I caught feelings and now nah let's just keep let's see let's try let's try it out and I was like okay if that's what you want because I I had went in like I said just been like ain't no way this nigga gonna be able to do this ain't no way <laughs> because I knew I was going out of state even before Mikey fourth grade I knew I was going out of state because we had college or career week I was gonna go to FAMU because that's yeah, where same. my teacher went and then sister sister came out and they went to Michigan State. I was going to Michigan State. Same. And um, that wasn't my reason. I just I wanted to go for the basketball team. But okay. Yeah, I was gonna go because they went, and that's why I thought they Spartan. were shooting. You know, even though I know now that they probably was in Georgia somewhere. But um, and then high school happened. I just knew I was always leaving the state. It was I made that very clear, and I knew I was going to Ohio at this point. Um, and I had had gates and it was paid for, and I was going. I didn't apply to any Georgia schools, and. I was like, okay, this was really fun. I battled with, I battled with letting you go for a minute. I did. I was back and forth. Letting me go, huh? Oh, like breaking up? Yeah, like, like, all right, this is safe for her. Like for her sake, you probably should just yeah. let her be. But we didn't. Nah. So how did we do it, babe? Going into the distance. Yeah. Um. So dealing with long distance in a relationship. First of all, long distance relationships are stupid. Let's um. <laughs> let's just. Just put that out there. Anybody who thinks otherwise, please feel free to correct me. Let me know why it's not. Um, obviously, if I could have chosen other options, I would not have chosen long distance is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because I am somebody who's really big on touch. I am somebody who's really big on seeing the person that I'm with or just being and sharing a space. If we are close like that, um, and if we are not close, then you could be as far away as you want to be. But Randy, at this point, is the closest person to me. Yeah. 
So it was because they had been rough, two but, years before college, and so so how did we make closeness happen, Randy? It's a whole list right there. So at the time, as I mentioned, also in episode one, Airtran before Southwest was Southwest. It was Airtran. Airtran had the cheapest fares. Yeah, You're and it was Airtran U dollars for the one way. Yeah, and so we would do Airtran U a lot, oh. um, eighty dollars to go back and forth, and Skype. Um, we had phone calls. Were we splitting it at that point? Was it like somebody paying for the return ticket, or was it? I remember at one yeah, point something. we did that a couple of times, like, yeah. or, like you fly down and because yeah. I didn't have a job the freshman year really until my sophomore year. And I was your working first trip up, I paid three. for it. I think. I think so too. But I had, that, my, yeah, I had like was, a sugar mama. What you use your refund check? I don't know what I use. But that's before we realized there was air train you. I remember yes. it being like one hundred thirty dollars because we did round trip. But then after that, you pay for everybody. You pay for my micro bus and all that stuff. And anyway, so, so yeah, yeah, we had air train Skype. Phone calls, um, emails. Mikey would send gifts in, in the mail um, to me. Megabus. Lots of megabus, which is why I've sworn it off. And um, talking every day. It's important to talk every day. We talk every single day. So, Justin, the reason why we brought this subject up was Justin was like, how? Yeah. A we very, talk every you have day. to communicate every day. We talked every day. In some kind of way. Even if it was just like a, a good morning text, you know, this is what's happening with me today. You know, in case I don't talk to you later. This is why. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still trying to make it back to be able to be like to reach out to that person again. Yeah. We um we did a lot of homework over Skype together. Um, Studying. Just, yeah. Same time. Even if like the video was just up. I ain't paying you no attention. But, but like, you see me. Yeah. Um, and vice versa. No, it was only vice versa. I just wanted to see you. Yeah. You he see work. me work. I learned how to type in one hand. Because I had to like type write and message and then me at type the same time. <laughs> so I like master typing that way. Um, I was taking so many screenshots. <laughs> um, what else were we doing? We had um, it was email. We did emails a lot. Um, we had like our set dates to talk to each oh. other, scandal nights, and yeah, things and like that. We also had like a word, a phrase we use. So we only say "I need you" to if, this like day. to this day. It is still like we don't play about that. "I need you" is like, listen, something really bad has happened. Call I'm crumbling. Call me right now. Stop whatever you're doing and call me right now. And because that means that I may have to leave a meeting, I may have to leave a class. He may have to leave a class or or like his job or something to give me a call we only use that sparingly i think the whole four years we use it five times we were very specific us. about it we we like we're intentional about the u- using words um yeah. randy got me that way real early like you know your words are important keep your word be a man of your word things of that nature so yeah. we talked about the difference between want and need right um like right now i don't want to be alone however i'll be all right while you are taking your test you know you have stuff to do um but like if it really came down to it i know that if i said i need you you'd show up like that's supposed to be you should know that that that'll happen and vice versa i knew that if i text mikey hey i need you i'd be like i got 140 dollars. i'll go ahead and get my tickets yeah (laughs) or we just call and be like okay what you know what what legend to talk you off and so that was really helpful to know that we could count on each other in that way no matter what our schedules look like um so what was hard about long distance so distance was was hard. <laughs> Distances was hard about <laughs> long distance. Um, scheduling. Scheduling conflicts. You know, me and Mikey, by the time I was a senior, he was a senior, both had three jobs between us. Um, and we went to school for two separate things. Randy was at a liberal arts school for English and, and Africana Studies. Yeah. And her her major requires a lot of research and writing. Writing and test. And I love you. But I didn't know exactly what that meant until like I grew up and was like, yeah, you were always writing. But like and I'd read some of your papers and I and you talk to me about these things. But I was in school for business. Yeah. I got my degree in business management and 
business papers are three pages. Shit, that was the longest. Yeah. Like, no, they're two pages. <laughs> and they are double space. Like it's not yeah. it's just different. It's a different form of communication. Um so in in that way, your the work you were doing was more intensive with yeah. what you were doing. Some of the things I was doing was a lot more memorization, regurgitation type things. Um still things that I had to do, but it was a little bit easier for me because these things already came natural. I had a business mind, like that was that. You were already a great writer. But you're being exposed to all these new forms of writing and different types of writing. And you got to write a paper in this format. And then you got to change for something else. Like, it was a lot. They were asking a lot of y'all. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and then Randy <laughs> had, like, this end-of-the-year project. Senior thesis. Where they had to, like, Senior have IS. this really big presentation in front of yeah, faculty. And it's like a pass-fail type thing. And people ain't graduate. Like, it's it was dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, your school was mad dramatic. But, um... yeah. Like we, we had to work around that, those, those that. conflicts. There'd be time where my downtime, like I'd work real heavily Monday through Wednesday because I know I don't want to do shit on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. That wasn't an option for you. Or we ended up doing, he'd come and visit and he knew he was in the library with all of us. Mikey got his computer, watched a movie <laughs> my movie was all in our study room working because I couldn't just not work when he was up there. There were some days I was able to, you know, skip a class or put in time to take off while he was visiting, but... He spent a lot of time with me and my friends in the library. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was following me. We had different uh, breaks. Like yeah. my fall break was, I don't know, a week after yours or something like that. So I'd come down there knowing fully well that you are in school, which was following me. Yeah. I mean, we made it work and my friends were really good to him. People we met on campus. I liked most of them. Yeah. Who didn't you like? Anybody who's listening to this right now was probably somebody I did like. Let's just, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't talk to him no more, then there's probably there's a chance that I ain't like him too much either. Not fucking with you. I like most of the people in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All so, the girls were cool. Yeah, I lived in a program house. And so Mikey used to visit a lot because I had my own room longer than he had his own room. So he didn't get his own room until he was a junior. He moved into an apartment uh-huh. with his friends um, who were at our wedding. Yeah. One was in our wedding. So, um, yeah, so we had scheduling. Both of them were. There were conflicts. So just general relationship conflicts. But the biggest one, not the biggest. Let's, let's start with finances first. Yeah, it was hard. Money is, it's hard balancing that because we're not rich. Um, I ain't had no scholarship money no more. Like it wasn't. <laughs> Randy, Bill Gates paid for her college. However, you know, that don't necessarily mean that the refund checks is like, a million dollars and you no. can just fly your dude out anytime we was just only going off jobs i'm working three jobs um flipping burgers testing people's urine and <laughs> setting up campus events yeah and um, i was working at financial aid office and then in the study abroad office and um oh my god there was one other one i was doing and i was a tour guide at yeah, one point you were yeah i was a tour guide for a year and so a large part of our budget was like all right save a third or something for flights flights yeah so there were also sex shouts you know that was the biggest one (laughs) going without sex is one of the hardest things about long distance relationships and really (sighs) especially if you're already having it we were having it but sex was great when we saw each other because it was great because it was great it just was so like me being forced to not i couldn't have none it was very rough yeah so it was (sighs) it was rough so (laughs) Um, and then also, I wanted to go further. I wanted to And then Randy, <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, so I know we're far away now, and I know that's hard, but we've gotten pretty good at dealing with this, right? And I'd be like, yeah, babe, I think that we're in a really good space. Cool. I want to go to Africa. <laughs> I was like, 
what you mean Africa? Like an African neighborhood in New York? She was like, nah, Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> Jerk. I wasn't really mad at Randy for that. Um, I thought that it was a really great opportunity, obviously. If I had the chance to study abroad somewhere and it was going to be something that opened my eyes to something new. First of all, I love the idea of traveling. Um, and I can't knock nobody for wanting to do that. Yeah, and my mom, had, you know, I talked to my mom and friends. A lot of my friends studied abroad, and it changed their life. My mom was like, listen, if you want to be married, you want to have kids, you're going to have to live a life before all of that because you're going to be real resentful mm-hmm. if you don't. And so that's the decision I made, and and it was free. And I was yeah, like, I don't have, yeah. like, I don't, there's not many people who can travel for three to four months for free. Yeah. And I went for free because I was a Gate Scholar and um, I applied for scholarships through the program I went to and they matched my Pell Grant. And it was just um, easy for me to study abroad. And we had, we were in a, we were in an organization when we were younger that was really big on exposing us to other things. Yeah. And that was a theme that kind of stuck with us. Um, and I had been out the country. You had been out the country. You did what? Panama before? Yeah. Costa Rica and Panama. And I've been on cruise. Like, you know, like I've been to Guyana, mm-hmm. see where my mother grew up and things like that. Like, I thought it was very important for your character to like go experience other things. Um, Randy deserved the opportunity and chance to like grow no yeah. matter how much it would be sad and depressed. Yeah. But... We used all the things that we had real, that we had learned the first three years of my of us being in college, or two and a half because I went when I was a junior. Um, and you know, Skype, calling. Mm-hmm. We did all of that in Ghana. And even though we did all that, problems arose. Um. So, um, yeah. So one of the bigger things that we another thing we had was it's very easy to lie when you ain't seeing each other. Mm-hmm. All the time. All and one time, like, he visited me. The first time he actually visited me. And I told y'all he had a smell. And I was like, you smell different. Like, you smell different. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was so excited to see him. I kind of brushed it off. And then a few months later, I realized he had started smoking black and miles. I started back smoking. And I was like, nigga, you couldn't be honest with your lying ass. I just want to thump your and head. And I was like, nah. For what? It, there was, was we like, had we got into a really big blowout argument. I'm First of all, no, and why don't you? That's not me? at all how those why conversations. Why did you went. stay? Anyway, I'm gonna start <laughs> smoking and doing stupid shit. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was serious. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to <laughs> diminish. No, that's fine. Um, so now nah, we we had a <laughs> lot of really long, drawn out, blown up conversations about how that went. You know and just like, like you didn't have to there was a lot it. of feelings I was like, why did like, and there were a lot of feelings he was like well you know i'm here you left um and i started to take that on too because i did you know and so why wouldn't why wouldn't he like do shit that he like why this is like, like i was like this is but this is on fair. like it was like it was in my mind and just talking to her but i was like this was one of the most healthiest ways i could think to cope was sitting in my maximum <laughs> with the sunroof back smoking a black but I was and like, like, listening say to that. music like don't when i tell you you smell funny but at the same time you, you were going through a lot in school and in ghana and i didn't want you to feel bad well, no, this wasn't on top of this I was like, was like, like I was you were going through a lot already mm-hmm. i didn't want you to i don't want you to feel any worse than your idea where you were dealing with a very big culture shock you were in a space you had never been. You hadn't traveled so far away from your family. This is this, a lot of this was very new to you. But we have talked about since that time because I was a freshman when this happened. Mm-hmm. You don't get to keep stuff from the other because they going through a hard yeah. time. Like you don't. But get we, to, we we hadn't matured enough to get yeah. to that. Point. So now it's just like, hey, I know you had a rough day, but you fucking up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like our, I don't know, our communication 
Got, yeah, that was... And that leads us here. The next thing, I mean... So, we did get better with time, um, mainly because we're stubborn. We are... We had so much skepticism when we were younger. It was like, we not about to break up. Now, so. just because we <laughs> fucking up. Nah, let's just get... Let's fix it. We not about to break up. Because so this is all this fixable. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and we grew on our own. I was really happy to... You know, I was Randy on my campus. Mikey was was Paul on his. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't just Mikey's girlfriend. He wasn't just my boyfriend. It was when we visited each other. But I liked having my own identity outside of you. And that's not something that... And we talked about it. That's not something that could have happened if you went to the same school. Yeah, no. It would have been... Yeah, it would have been like... Especially if I would have went to your school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was really happy to import my boyfriend because there was a lot of, I mean, there's like 10 black people on campus in my class, my year when I was in college and the the pickings were slim and I just, I was just happy to not have to deal with a certain type of drama. Um, and my kid's a certain type of man. And I was just like, yeah, Whoa. I'm just, I'm just not like in a bad way. It's just more like, it's, I get it. You know, yeah. I was just really happy not to have some problems. And I was like, yeah, I'd rather you be at your own school. Because this shit up here is crazy. It's like watching hyenas. Most of the problems that you were talking about, I was like, that's not something I'd be concerned with. I'm more concerned about the racist nature of your town and everything surrounding it. Yeah. He was more worried that he wouldn't even be able to handle I was like, I'd being in that type of environment 24-7 like I was. We like you also, got one time to throw a pumpkin at me while driving behind me. Yeah. I went truck. to a really racist school that's brick. still dealing with that systematically and from the from the town that the school is in. You know, and white people gone white. And I just, you know, Mikey white knew that he wasn't, white. he wasn't, he couldn't, that wasn't his, gonna be his environment. He was, why not? Supposed. You don't think I could have, I could have, I could have dealt? No. Um, we just had a lot of pride. That's true. We had a lot of pride and we were just like, we're gonna make this shit work. I think <laughs> a large part of, um, I don't know, I think a large part of our relationship centered around, um, us being stubborn for each other. Yeah. Like us going hard for each other. Like this is this is the center. Everything else is is everything else. Like these things still matter, but what's most important is that we're good at our core. So we've always been stubborn for each other. Yeah. And fought hard for each other because you know and I'm putting in it. all of this time and this energy for because I love this. I love you. And that was the biggest theme of it. You know, the love is there. Well, we had a lot of fun together. Like love is not everything. It's not. It's really but not. But it has to be there. There. <laughs> It's really not. Love was not going to get us through this by itself. <laughs> it really wasn't. But, yeah, I really loved you. And, um... We had mad pride, you know? <laughs> We were some pride people. Some prideful people. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, I loved you too or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Randy was straight. So, how did distance grow us up? Oh, also, we were also consistent. So, Extremely like, Extremely consistent. Even, just... even through the struggling part, we were still trying the things that were working yeah. in order to be alright. And while I don't like to argue... I'm pro arguing over silent treatment because at least you're talking. Yeah. You're eventually going to get to, you know, you know what? I thought about what you said. Fuck you. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Randy said that to me a lot. I did not. In her I was, mind. I, yes. So <laughs> how did this screw us up? I think it gave us stamina and endurance. Definitely. To deal it's, with hard times. Like whatever. Like at okay. this point, you know. <laughs> Throw a car accident in there. Sprinkle in another car accident when my wife gets rear-ended and somebody drives off while my wife is sitting there with a concussion. My grandmother died. Throw in some death. Kill my child. Yeah. Like, just, let's just, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of dark. Um, 
Um, that's because whatever at this point, whatever we go through, we're going through it together and we're coming out of it together. Yeah. We also developed some really great communication skills. Yeah. We just we just did. It really mm. helped us talk. We'll so always find a way. Who's doing all this and this feeling like there's never going to get it's never going to get better. There's no way out. When you finally get together after the other hurdles of living together for the first time, you really mm. do learn how to. We know how to talk to each other. I, I just feel like it helped us a lot. Yeah, like sometimes now when Randy gets upset, you know, I just like start taking her clothes off, walk her upstairs, put her in bed and walk away. <laughs> I just need a nap. You just need a nap. You're like, um, these, but these are the things you learn. You also learn that sometimes talking ain't the best thing. Yeah. Sometimes somebody just need a hug. Yeah. Um. Sometimes somebody just needs space. Or you need to write a letter. Or, Even yeah, now, or we there knew each to, other and you'll we'll find a post it and be like, hey, I love you. You suck. But, you know, here's breakfast. <laughs> I walk group for you. You know, well, you just find better ways to communicate. Um, now, travel is also nothing. Travel is nothing. So when we're gone point. for a weekend at a time away from each other, it's like, all right, bye. See you later. Say your prayer for you. Get on the road. Drive safe. Whatever. Bye. I just got back from driving all the way from Brooklyn with my little sister. Hey. Eh. You know, because we, we've been there, done that for four years. <laughs> Also, is there like a cap on that though, like distance wise? Like, at what point would you be worried if I had like to go far away? Antarctica, though I'm never going. I don't know. Like, I really don't. That's a good question. Mm. Um, and it taught us how to be without each other, you know? Yeah. It's just, um, yeah. Taught us that we are never doing long distance again. Ever. Ever. We know that going. about ourselves. Like, hey, you know, we, we paid our dues, we did our time. So now, if Mikey's moving, I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And if I'm moving, he's moving, and we're moving with our dog. Because <laughs> I don't believe in leaving. Groot is not being left behind. Yeah, now nah, we move as one. Yeah. And so that's been very clear for us. Like, okay, this was cool and we could do it, but not again. And also, we realized the healthy relationships, we learned the healthy relationships are a choice. A lot of this comes down to choice. Everything's a choice. Yeah. It is what you make it. Yeah. Um, and fake long distance relationships are dumb. Yeah. People. So, <sighs> this part is what made me laugh last night while me and Randy were talking. Randy, what is a long distance relationship to I you? I think anything 10 plus hours. What do you mean 10 plus hours? I think anything 10 plus hours is long distance. I'm a little kinder. I'm saying I'm thinking six. No, suck that shit up. <laughs> like, what are you talking? About? I can't stand in here. People be like, they live in Macon. So, <laughs> you know what I would have given if you were just two hours away? Yeah, like, I'm not. I, I'm not classifying that as a long distance. I'm talking like states separate you, and I'm not talking about like Jersey to New York. Like that's not a long distance relationship to me. Okay. Drive. But like, I mean, you can sit in traffic for five hours. Like Florida, to, you don't think Florida to North Carolina is like a no? But it's like that's Suck six that hours. Up. I just I have not. I don't have a lot of. And you know, I'm working on my empathy. Y'all, you do not have I've empathy. Been told for that I, I don't have much. I'm not the best <laughs> empathy. I'm not, and I'm working on that. So no matter what, nothing less than ten hours is. I just long think, distance yeah, I just don't think it's long distance, hmm. especially when you can fly and get there in thirty minutes. Shut the fuck up! Like I really just, <laughs> it's really hard hearing couples be like, "This is so hard," and some things may nah, be hard. Not who are we? I don't remember hard. who we were talking to. Somebody did come to us one time. Was like, "Yeah, you know, we're trying to make this long distance thing work. It's just really, really hard because, you know, we're we're struggling." He was like, "Oh, so what's the what's the distance?" And he was like, "You know, I go to school and uh." At uh, at 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 Clark Atlanta, and you know she goes to school, you know at Emory. And I was like, yeah, they were on the same campus. We were just like, what? Yeah, I, we were we were hot for a second. Randy was mad. I just don't. I'm not saying that pe- relationships are hard, no matter even if they you're are on the same campus. But long distance is different. I don't like if I I wish I could have been five hours from you. Oh yeah, that would have been a weekend trip. Bi-weekly, weekend. Yeah, yeah, or bi-weekly, like hey, took Fridays off. I drove there Thursday nights and stuff. You know. Yeah, 
But I just feel like at that point, if you are bitching and moaning, I'm sorry, I feel like that's not language kind, about long distance. You don't really want to do it, and that's okay. Just Which, say that. Hey, that's fine. I don't really want to do this. It's not, you know, because no you one really should want to do it because long distance is stupid. I mean, it's dumb, but sometimes it is what it is. So yeah, we hope that that was. <laughs> You know, and I also think that people realize as we stayed together, because I know a lot of family members were like, oh, y'all are actually like doing it. So, and they started to believe us more. And started to support um, a little differently. Yeah. Um, it looked way different. It people way different. were, people from your family were already very welcoming to me anyway, because I'm likable mm-hmm. and I'm really lovable. You are. But like, they were, just, it was different while you were like away. We kind of, we created some different type of little cult. When you went when to I was Ghana. in Ghana, yeah, because like, Mikey was still around, and I, that was surprising to me in a way. I guess it was surprising for his family to see me around when he had his motorcycle accident, because I was just like, you don't really have, you don't really have to be. Like, around. yeah, there's no reason to except the fact that I loved your your family. Like, yeah, I love your mother and your brother and your sister. Like, I had, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna drive out and there so and check Mikey on them. So Mikey was like with them when I wasn't. <laughs> Remember one time you called me like, "What you doing today?" I was like, "I'm about to hop on my bike. Mom. I'm about to ride out to see your mom." Yeah. It wasn't like a short trip either. I was driving an yeah. hour and some change to go See her. from West Georgia to South Georgia, you know, like, yeah. but it was worth it. I, I and and so family. that was really surprising to me. So they did, they were able to develop their own type of family um, without me being present. That's how, That was how we coped. Yeah. That was so our group. It was, um, yeah. So it was, it was, so I think in the end, just honestly, consistency and just being transparent about our struggles, me with the blog and now us with the podcast, y'all can like see that we are who we say we are. We are still a work in progress. We have not mastered anything. Mm. We just are doing our best constantly. And so. And apparently our best looked to Justin like. Like it was seamless. Like it was seamless. <laughs> and it was not. But, but thanks, bro. We worked really hard. And so at this point, if people still don't get it, I can't do shit about what you thought about me when I was 16. Mm-mm. Like, I'm I'm about to be 26. That was 10 years ago. Whole know? decade. I'm not the same person. I recognize I wasn't shit at 27. I mean, at 17. Freudian <laughs> slip? Yeah. No. I'm great now. What you talking about? How you talking about? I'm like one of the best people you want to know at this point in my life. I mean, you're good people. You are. And yeah, so we, we recognize that like if people still go on based off what they, they thought they knew, because a lot of people weren't in the loop like they thought. It's just wrong. Um... It you see what you, we see what we want. We were really big on like what you you see what we want you to see yeah. and you'll know what we want you to know. But that was it. Yeah. And perception is everything. And so you just got to I guess in a relationship, you just got to just be consistent. And, you know, eventually people are just going to keep hating and thinking you're not being real or they going to hop the on the bandwagon. <laughs> join the just, bandwagon. just come along for the ride, my nigga. Just buckle up. It's nice over here. It is. And we have dogs. <laughs> <laughs> And we heavily support the LGBT community. LGBTQI. Do you know if I throw in all the rest of the 20 letters that you know I'd be what? spelling? Don't be. <laughs> they joke about it, okay? But we're not. That's not. It's, it's, it's fine. what? I know your audience. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so our engagement piece, because my wife was really ripping up on people who live within six hours of each other saying, y'all not real long distance. Mm-hmm. What is a long distance relationship to you? Yeah. And are you willing to do it? Yeah. Can you handle can you hate weeks without touch months i mean it really makes for great sex once you see each other but that's just me I four love months it. of build-up is torture it was real. you remember how great that was i do night? but it was very angering there was a lot of anger in that just, i didn't feel like you were angry not towards you i had just honestly forgotten how to have like and not forgotten how to have sex and I, then we'll move on to fight or flight but <laughs> when i first got back uh-huh you know my grandmother had just passed and i was yeah. just like not 
okay, but I I was really horny. I was gonna have sex, and I was like, but and you were how many miles? We I, we did the math. I used to, it was a big number. I was I mean it was over ahead. a thousand. It was, it was whatever, whatever it was. So I remember taking off my clothes and then freezing like shit. I can't remember how I ever got Mikey on the bed, and I was looking at you like. And so he just took I over, and that was the sexiest thing you have done. And like I, on the list of sexy things you have done what sexually, top uh, five. Okay, it was really hot because I was like, I don't know, and I was feeling really awkward. I was embarrassed because I, I was wasn't. just like, I wasn't. Mikey was like, "That's okay, babe. No problem. I'll take it from here." Shot it look good. I was y'all. I had been eating good. It smelled like months. all type of shea butter, like real shea butter from the motherland, not like <laughs> what you get at the West End. Even though they 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 real too. <laughs> they be dying it though. Shea butter is not yellow, golden yellow. Just and so you she know. She came back hella bougie too, talking about different shea butters. It's not yellow. <laughs> so um, anyway, it was great. So, are you willing to do, to do it? Because it? it does require a lot of work, more than a relationship already does, which is a lot. It was hard. And I was in denial about how hard it was. So I felt like if I really talked about how hard it was, then I wouldn't have been able to do it. I'm glad I did it, though. Yeah. I'm happy we stayed together, babe. At the end, I got, like, a really cool wife out of the deal. <laughs> um, A nice little dog. You know what I'm saying? I have, like, a legitimate partner for life who, who I will support until death and will do the same for me. Yeah. So... I mean, hey, pros and cons, my guy. Whole lot of cons. But smash pros, pros in there. Do your thing. What is a long distance relationship to you? I'm saying six hours or more. I'm saying 10 or more. And are you willing to do it? All right, boo. All right, fight or flight. So, babe. What's up? My fight or flight. And I've been putting this off because I already know what your rebuttal is. And I just haven't been in Maybe the spirit you don't. of Maybe like you don't know what I'm going to do. I know you. Okay. And, and I already know. Maybe this will help your argument then since you already know what's going, what the response will be. What's up? Babe, you move so slow. Oh, I got something for that. Let's You're go. a slow person. Just come on. You do everything so slow. It's like you have not the, not the, it's like you really don't. I've never, I mean, I'm fascinated by you. Mm. I remember being in high school with a curfew, 1130 curfew, at the door, ready to go, because my mom has made it very clear. If I am at home by this time, all my shit would be outside, uh-huh. doors locked. Yeah, I remember you took that very seriously. Because she was serious. Uh-huh. And so now we know that Mikey didn't think so. But anyway, we'd be leaving his house at night, you know, because his mom was in New York at this time working and she had given me permission to be at the house. And we'd be in the house. I'm at the door, shoes on, ready to go. And Mikey, I mean, even now when you do this, babe, I get triggered. He has these socks. because He's real particular. His socks are rolled up. You know, I guess how they're supposed to be. Uh-huh. And he has the socks rolled up. He sits down in the chair. He puts on, he unravels the socks. They have to be unraveled at a certain way, at a certain time, at a certain pace, all ending in the same conclusion. Okay. He then puts said socks on. Okay. Like, I mean, it's so excruciating when it's 11 o'clock. You just described what happens when people put socks on. Your mom lives in damn Henry County. Uh Uh-huh. And y'all are in DeKalb. And what time are we leaving? 11. So we're leaving at 11. You live in a place that's about 25 minutes away. Mikey, we don't know what shit could happen. We don't, but we know that Mikey moves quickly. She don't care if there is an accident. I need to be home. Okay. Then he proceeds to put both his shoes. Like, y'all, he's so. So you're walking through the process of putting socks and shoes on to highlight the fact that I move slow? I swear to God, I'm going to record you doing You should. You should. Because you're slow. No problem. You got to make sure you're So what's your beef? You are slow. Okay. Yesterday, you ready for a we response? We got 20 minutes to get to the gym. I know it was my fault because I fucked up and I left my oh. workout. I know it was my fault uh-huh. we was running behind. But I did sit down to put on my socks. But when we got to the gym, I'm I'm coming in. I'm 
I done buzzed it. Yeah, I, you already in the door and scanned your thing when I was walking up to the entrance. Mikey, you just, why you walk so damn slow? Are you ready? Mikey. Are you ready? You're so slow. What am, what am I going to say, Randy? I'm impatient. Damn, I wasn't even going to touch on that. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's start with that. You are impatient. Like a motherfucker. You are. You, you, you rush. And that's okay because that's how you move. And I don't judge you for that. I don't. I used to. I used to make a really big deal of trying to like keep up with that. Like I should rush too, but that ain't me. Then I realized it's not just me. Other people, including your family and friends, we've all walked together. We noticed that Freddie don't know where the fuck she going, but she in the front. (laughs) Freddie will be like a mile ahead of niggas, but like, and then looking back, like, what y'all doing? Like, Randy, you're supposed to turn right 500 feet behind where you just went. (laughs) We not. I I wasn't gonna touch the impatient thing. That was a good point. I'm gonna just focus on me. Because I love you. And I ain't going to flip this on how it's your fault. Okay. Um, Randy, how tall are you? I'm 5'3", Mike. 5'3". Um, how much would you weigh approximately, if you don't mind asking? Let's just say... 184. Okay. I am 284. That's 100 pounds you more. You 277. Okay. 284 last time it was on paper. And I am 6'2". I am really heavy. We talk about... I used to talk about it like it's like a car taking off versus a train. Thank you. It, let's just, let me, this is my time. <sighs> If you step on the gas in the car, in Altima, you're going to pick up speed real quickly and you're going to start moving. Now, if you start pressing on the gas in a truck, it takes a minute for it to move. It just does. It takes a little bit more work. I am heavier. I require a little bit more to move and to stop, period. I, I hold a lot of weight. I move differently. I also have a million different aches and pains from a million different reasons. Boxing, mm-hmm. football, basketball. I, I, oh, you don't care? I do is that, care. I'm not allowed to, does that not matter? You can say that, I guess. These are the reasons <laughs> why I don't move as fast as you. The reason why I pull out a chair every time I'm about to put on socks is because I have back problems. I legitimately have scoliosis on top of the fact Mike. that I have, I do, my spine is curved. <laughs> How you look at me like that? Yo, mom's got me tested and I'm going to have Marilyn Mike, do a little video like, hey, yeah, was it middle school? You like seven. That don't change shit. Like, <laughs> you can, that doesn't mean anything. Mikey. I was also tested for like a lazy eye. I still got it today. You know, like it, it happens. It's the point that, that I'm making. Anymore. It is. I just, I, I work really hard so that my left eye don't drift no more. Mikey. The point that I'm making is Randy, because so this is what you pointed out. I sat down because if I was to stand up and try putting on my socks, I'd fall over from pain or it would take longer. So if I sit down, put them on real quick, boom, boom, and then get up and put on my shoes, then we can leave. Well, I will make it home in just the nick of time. What you mean? When it was time for you to take my ass home. Yeah. And but, just but you would make it in time. Of time. You you missing the point here. No. If you you're supposed to be there by 11:30 and we're getting ready to leave at 11 and it's less than 30 minutes, I may not move fast when it's when it's, he I may not move at your speed when we're about to get into the car, but you know damn well when I get behind the wheel, I will move at the maximum speed that the law allows because I do not break the law. I am a law-abiding citizen. He's and a any liar. police so, listen to this, Mikey I've never broken a law. Really slow. I move fast when it's time to. I move with a purpose. I do, and you know this. I just don't move at Randy's speed. But to be fair, no one does except the Flash. <laughs> All right. I'm a, I'm a, I swear, I'm, I'm going to reach out to as many people as I can oh my to God. corroborate this story. Because, Randy, no one moves like you. Because you are shorty. Your little legs just be ticking. Just you move, what, was, what was that movie? Surf's Up with the little penguins. Mikey. And that little bird that just was like moving at a different type of speed. You just move different. And I respect you for it. I wish I could move that fast, but I can't. You know what time? You know what it, what it looks like when I pick up speed? And this is what you've always referred to? Basketball. I'd be the fastest one moving. I, I do a lot. 
And you, there was one time he was like, so that's how fast you move? I was like, yes. He's just, there's, so that's my beef with a purpose. you. So, so, I, so you're fighting it. Don't yes, fight? did you, did, so did, are we not, are we, we okay now? We can all work. Because it's still going to bother the hell out of me. So what can I do to improve my speed around you, Barry Allen? <laughs> just move quicker. In what ways? Just, my love? just come on. Just, <laughs> just come on. <laughs> just come, just come on. Can you, can you elaborate? I'm gonna, my I need some time. And I will bring it back next episode <laughs> if I have thought about it. Okay. Okay. PDA. This one was funny. My love. I ain't going for it. It's your turn. All right. Well, let me take my time. You got a minute. And think of a thing. Mikey. For this this, uh, this section, baby. Because, you know, this takes a minute. Mikey, come I'm, on. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'll just start with that. Man, what do I, what do I say, Randy? What do I say that I haven't already said? No. I appreciate you for the same things every day. So I guess what I'm going to touch on here is uh, was the last point that we made about the long distance thing was one of the reasons why we work so well is your consistency. It is it's something that you've preached from day one that you need. I don't know if it was the old R&B songs that you like that was inspired. I'm pretty sure it was your mother that was like, this is what you should be looking for, asking for. Yeah. But consistency wasn't like a thing in my vocabulary until you. I know. Um. But it is something that you embody. And even if you don't, you aren't always consistent, your effort towards being consistent is consistent. So even if you were like to fall short somewhere, it was like, well, she did everything that she normally does and she's still trying. So like you can't knock somebody for that. This is just one of those times where maybe it didn't work out. But you are consistently putting in effort. You are consistently trying. You are you are consistent. And I am very, very proud, very proud to have a woman like you. Who I can count on to be who she is, even when things aren't always great. Um, and I like to think that some of that you picked up from me, like, you know, trying to be OK when you're not OK, like trying to like smile through sadness and things of that nature. But you have been you've been very consistent. Thank you. Throughout our life. Don't know what we'd be without you. I know. I mean, we could have done without you going to Ghana, but I don't know what we'd <laughs> no, be without we you. Ghana was 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 like. You could have pushed it back a year. That's all right. Or no. two. A what? Yeah. After graduation, we could have gone for like a week for, you know. Um, it's not the same thing. A cruise. It's four months. And I wouldn't have met Tabia. I like Uncle Tabia. Uncle Ebo or Ama. There I are like people that too. I needed to That's meet. That's true. And have in my life. Does Zabia listen? I don't know. Zabia, if you listen, just say I listen. <laughs> I don't know if she does. In a comment somewhere. I'll message her. Okay. My PDA. Fam, what you got for me? I really love that you are very, um, you're very, you have high self-esteem. I know you don't always feel like it, but. It's something to mirror and mimic for me. And you're very self-confident. And you're very confident about, like, you know, our individual paths and how if we do the work, it'll, like, you know, we'll get what we need to get as well. As opposed to me, I'm constantly trying to, I feel like I'm constantly competing. I'm always in a competing mode. Not, like, in a competing with other people. More just, like, I'm constantly trying to get better, which is, like, something you do as well. But you're more just, like, hey... For instance, with the podcast, I'm always stressed about it. And you're just like, you know, people have different podcasts or other relationship podcasts, but we are special and we do different work. We have a different following. There's somebody for everybody. And that's kind of helped. That's helped my anxiety. And it's given me a space to just breathe and be like, you know, that's that's good. You know, it's true. It's true. And I really like that you bring me down a lot. Like you kind of center me again because I'm always trying to be, you know, ahead of the curve 
and without realizing that I already am. And you are always one of the points you that are. I am. Like you are already ahead of the curve. Oh, you are always. So just enjoy where you are at this moment. You know, instead of feeling like you aren't. So you really help me not minimize the work that I already do. Because I minimize it a lot. You do a lot. And and so that's what I'm ultimately trying to say. You're very confident in my abilities. And I am not. Always. <laughs> I'm confident about something. Some things I just know I'm good at. But mm-hmm. I minimize a lot. And I know that it is a cognitive distortion that I've talked about with my therapist. Yes, and big so, words. Um, you help me not be so distorted and really focus my thinking on what I am doing well and right. And I think that's mainly because you're you're okay with yourself, you know, and you recognize who you are as a person and you're just ready for me to see that with me. So thanks. You're welcome. Did that make sense? Yeah, it did. It did make sense. That made me look good. Thanks, yeah. boo. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm pretty confident. Huh? You are. Yeah. You're kind of like, you know, what's for you will be for you if you do the work. You know, faith plus work. And you have to, you remind me to trust that. Because it hasn't been wrong so far. You're right. If it's supposed to be for us, it'll be for us. Right. And so I really appreciate that because it keeps me grounded and out of my head so that I can actually enjoy the fact that we do have listeners and people do engage with us. And And it's nice. And because of that engagement, it led yeah. to us having the episode that we did today, which I think was funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So thank y'all. So yeah, that was my PDA. Well, thanks, baby. All right, baby. Call to action. That was good. Thanks. You do good work. See? You do good. Thank you. Um, be sure to check out our website if you haven't yet. Um, it is still as fly as it was from the day we started it. Um, com. Thanks, boo. Please continue to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And whatever other downloadable podcast you have, like CastBox or whatever you use. Mm-hmm. Um, new listeners, make sure you go back and listen to episodes one through five. Because there were some things mentioned in here. Yeah. Like Randy ruining Christmas. Yeah. So, that. And those are the foundational episodes. We really tried to create five episodes that could give y'all a really good, well-rounded look into us before we jumped into our marriage and all <laughs> those things. Um, um, if you haven't yet, you're fucking up. Subscribe to our newsletter. And open said newsletter. And read said newsletter. So you can win prize described. And I know right now it's kind of slow in sense of content because right now we're just doing, you know, letting you know when the episodes are coming and keeping you up to date about new things. But we are working on other things to do with the newsletter. Yes. So, you know, don't miss out. Also, we noticed that I don't know if we've gotten an email back from episode 13. If anyone's oh, filled out that application. The, I'm going to send the application. I haven't sent it yet because I wanted people to listen first. Okay. Before they was like, what is this? So I'll send it. So please expect the friendship application, <laughs> though you know this is all Mikey's idea. It is. Watch something funny happen from this. We could have our first guest, you know, speakers come to the episode from this one. And we do have interviews coming soon, y'all. We work. Yeah, I know y'all tired of hearing just us. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just tired of hearing Randy. But, like, we're going to have more people. I love you. I didn't really mean that. Yes, you did. I didn't. Follow us on social media. <laughs> on Instagram. We are a Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook. We are a Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter. Black Mill Mare Pod. Thank y'all for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you digging what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I focus on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time to Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. 
And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A cash recommends.